One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The last 12 months has changed our lives in ways which we never expected. Welcome to COVID Lives, a podcast series that looks at Irish lives during this extraordinary time in history. My name is Gavin Dowd, and I'm going to be speaking to people who have unique and meaningful stories to share about their lives throughout the pandemic, whether it involved looking out for others, starting something new, or just finding ways to remain positive amidst the doom and gloom. Ryan Mack is a musician from Kildare and a former member of the Irish boy band Hometown. Over the past 14 months, his covers, original songs and duets have amassed a following of over 1.2 million people on TikTok. It was a very serious talk of like, I have to get a job or something because like, just there was no revenue coming in. There was no, like I was, I was, it wasn't kind of sustainable. Ryan tells me about his viral success and we talk about how it's been difficult for musicians throughout lockdown and how fame in and of itself doesn't always pay the bills. So, Ryan, I came across a post from you from October last year, a very humble post celebrating the fact that you'd gone up to 120,000 followers on TikTok, which I'm sure was unbelievable at the time. Fast forward, maybe, what, are we eight months? Seven, eight months? You're at 1.2 million followers? Yeah. What's happened? Um, (laughs) Other than it's multiplied by 10, I don't know. Um, Like, I, I... I just kept doing what I was doing, really, and and uh, people seem to like it, and I, I just tend to listen to, you know, what's working and stuff like that, and and just try to kind of best judge it at that moment in time, and just to keep the momentum. And yeah, it's just been a, a lot of hard work, and uh, it is great to kind of see the validation of the followers. Although, like a lot of people like to say, they're just numbers and stuff like that. You know, there's some kind of validation that comes with it as well. Well, I mean, there's a person behind every single one of those followers, every single one of those accounts. But for someone who hasn't seen your TikTok account, just tell people what you do. Um, So, like, I kind of just do a little bit of everything, but, like, I I use it as a testing ground for music. Uh, So, like, original music. If I I write a song today, although I'm I'm trying not to do it in the future, uh, like, going forward, because I tend to write like half write a song I might, I might just have a chorus and i'll test it out on tiktok and then if like you know god willing it blows up then i'm like oh my god i need to scramble and get the rest of the song ready so sometimes that's an, a nightmare as well as it being like a huge dream um but i do that quite a bit um i also do like rewrites of uh songs uh whether it be from another perspective so like uh 
one of the things I did was Olivia Rodrigo's uh, driver's license. I wrote it from the male's perspective, um, singing to her about like, you know, I heard you got the driver's license and all that jazz. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of do like a little bit, I, I try to have as much fun as I can uh, while I'm doing it. And like one of the big videos that took off for me was a like a remix type thing where I wrote my own verse to a song called Overwhelmed by Royal and the Serpent. And uh, yeah, it's got like, coming up on 4 million views on YouTube I had to do a full version of it because people asked me so much um, so yeah just a bit of everything yeah we'll come to the songs in a minute I think they're very relatable for your audience who are probably young people mm. maybe a lot of them teenagers we'll get to that in a second but as a musician what's so special about TikTok as a social media Um, just the it's just I don't know it's just like nuts how many people can find your page like you know how instagram and like instagram have come to terms with the uh the new algorithms with reels and stuff like that but like instagram was never really a place where you would find an artist it was always kind of like on spotify or you'd hear them on the radio or whatever but it was never like oh i found this guy on on instagram or whatever so like tiktok had just broken through with this thing where like you don't have to follow people it's just always discovering new stuff like you know content is always fresh you're not following these people and they pop up on your it's a discovery page it's for you page so it's like and it all goes off like your interests and stuff like that kind of like back in the day what like you know like that pinterest was or uh even like stumble upon i remember like that was like a big thing it was just like you would you would kind of highlight your interests what you're into and they would like feed you constant new content like that so so for an artist it's like there's so many people out there hungry for new music and like they want to find the like maybe like what they like to call underrated artists who aren't really known um that aren't on the radio or anything yet and then they want to like you know blow that up until it is on the radio and, and like everyone feels part of it and it's just like this one big family so uh it's definitely a huge tool for us musicians these days like I'm sure there's this little bit of unused energy in you that you probably save in normal circumstances to for live shows because you've been performing live for years with mm. you know as part of hometown and as a solo performer in more recent years that little bit of energy that little bit of charisma you have stored up for live performances in front of a big crowd of people does that go elsewhere does that get used up when you're performing your TikToks uh, yeah like I tend to I tend to be like I don't know when I'm singing and like, even if I'm singing like someone else's song, if I'm listening to the radio in the car, or if I've got Spotify on, I'm listening to like a song that I'm jamming at, jamming to like lately. I tend to like, like my body's always moving, and I'm I'm convinced I'm undiagnosed with like ADHD or something. So, um, I constantly like, I'm the most energetic person ever. Uh, so, I, I don't necessarily use that energy elsewhere or have to like turn it on or anything like that like as soon as i do a live show that just happens and then as soon as like i turn the camera on for like tiktok or whatever like i just i just move and like and even for you you probably perform to a group of 10 people yeah. just to have an audience oh, and, perform, yeah literally. You know, have people to sing along yeah 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 100 percent. but you brought up that song i'm broke which yeah. is interesting because the lyrics are you know quite funny you're talking about how you're struggling yeah. to pay your netflix but there's a serious yeah. side to it yeah and maybe you could tell me about the last year being a musician how you've coped without having 
the main revenue stream that you'd usually have yeah um yeah so like i I would do, and like not a lot of people knew this because I like I kept it kind of like separate from my artist, my artistry type thing. But like my, like I said, my main source of income was actually gigging in pubs, uh, and and stuff like that. So like I I could be, like I was on tour with Wild Youth at one stage, and like in a weekend I did like a Thursday and a Friday with them, in like Waterford and somewhere else, and then all of a sudden on the Saturday I'm doing a pub in the middle of nowhere in Offaly or something or, or like leash or else I'm in Dublin doing like a little crappy pub and that was my main source of income and obviously when, when it all like went the way it went it was Paddy's week which was one of the busiest weeks for any kind of like a uh, pub performer and I had I think I had six gigs that week or seven maybe and they're all cancelled and then I haven't done a gig since in a pub um so yeah that that was taken away and then fast forward like from that march until august i'd been putting up uh covers on on tiktok just like no everybody else's song wasn't rewriting them wasn't doing anything just singing it like a cover and my own interpretation of it but it wasn't working well it was working to a certain extent i got like two or three thousand followers and then one night i was talking to my girlfriend and it was a very serious talk of like i have to get a job or something because like just there was no revenue coming in there was no like I, I was you know getting the uh covid payment or whatever like everybody else who couldn't work but it wasn't kind of sustainable my like my car bill and like my insurance and stuff was all coming out and my phone bill was all just like so overwhelming that and the next day i just got up and i started writing a song at like 10 a.m and i was finished by probably 2 p.m uh the whole thing except for the second verse and uh yeah that was broke i just wrote literally from the heart what i was feeling you know uh having to contemplate getting a real job uh quote-unquote real job because people <laughs> tend to differentiate the two like music isn't the real job but um yeah so I, I just wrote the song tried it out on tiktok and then that was the one that ended up catapulted me into the uh, kind of algorithm on the for you page and stuff so thankful for it in a it's a blessing in disguise so ironically the song about being broke has hopefully made you not broke yeah well not broke is a is a is a kind of <laughs> loose term but um yeah like certainly i mean there's many ways to once i kind of started building the following on on uh tiktok i i you know streams do pay money and like the more followers i bought the more streams i was getting um and then like uh on top of that you know the like youtube i'm I'm looking at everything now and being like how can i kind of execute this and and try to capitalize and make you know try to try to monetize everything and youtube's a big one and uh the streams and stuff like that so but um yeah not broke is definitely not the term i would, I would use okay less, less broke I, maybe we'll go with less broke Excellent, excellent. Well, <laughs> so you're going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that must have been a very scary time for you, though. That chat with your girlfriend, and yeah. I'm sure many people had those exact conversations. Mm. People working in all sorts of industries over the past year, and thought, "God, there is no light at the end of the tunnel." Uh, you know, you, I'm sure you were saying, "Will pubs ever reopen? Will it yeah. be another two or three years?" How is your morale now, and how are you feeling now about things? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel much better. Um, like I said, it was it, like 
me and my girlfriend have had those chats like many times like even before covid where it's like you know should i just get a part-time job as well like as some of the pub gigs sometimes they were scarce sometimes you know when i was just starting out doing the pub gigs you have to kind of make a name for yourself and stuff so people be like oh can we get him back or whatever you know you have to build your reputation and it was kind of early on in that was like oh should i just get get a like quote-unquote real job again but um but then yeah this one this chat seemed more like real because there wasn't that opportunity to do the gigs at all and i had kept saying to her like oh you know like when when well when pubs open you know then it'll be back to normal and stuff but it just like we didn't know but the uncertainty of knowing when the pubs were going to open was what was kind of making it more kind of real that i would have to get a part-time job um and i'm just yeah i'm I'm just thankful with the it, it was very scary but i'm just thankful that i wrote the song and kind of like i said clawed my way out of it to be less broke Okay, so here's the truth. I thought this year was gonna be my year. I was gonna sign a record deal and have loads of money, but it's quite the opposite because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm contemplating whether I can keep my Netflix. My card declined today just trying to buy my breakfast. And every time I check my bank account, I get sick. My bills are high like Everest. I just need to get rich. And they say money's not the key to wealth, and it's not. I get that, but also right now it would really fucking help. Cause I'm broke, I'm broke as shit And I'm downright fucking sick and tired of it I'm broke, what a shame it is that this job doesn't seem to fucking pay Have you suffered from any writer's block over the past year? Because you seem to have been incredibly prolific Like you've been putting up mm. videos every day Yeah, I just, um, I don't know what it is I, I Like I definitely do struggle some days to be like Oh, this is crap or, you know um, Like musicians and kind of writers and anyone who kind of creates art can sometimes tend to be like you know their own worst critic and and stuff and you really do kind of beat down an idea or sometimes or whatever so I've, I've i've encountered many cases of that but um i don't tend to get like writer's block a lot um because i think what writer's block is half the time is just you thinking the idea is not good enough because like something comes out all the time it's just whether maybe your headspace where you're at whether you feel like it's good enough or not like there's oftentimes i've done a tiktok or, or or something or i've rewritten a song and been like oh like i don't know if it's good enough or i could do better and then i put it up on tiktok and like it'll do really well and i'll be like oh well now i can look at it and go it's really good because it's done well but like when you're doing it sometimes you're like oh are people gonna like this you know so that's probably as much i've definitely had days where like i've, I've sat down to write something and not written it but uh extensive like writer's block where people go months and stuff without I've, I've not experienced that ever really and is your girlfriend your kind of test audience do you use her oh, as a guinea pig to test absolutely. new songs with absolutely yeah it's like um and how I, honest is she oh very like brutally sometimes too honest sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like like too honest sometimes but uh she's very like she manages a, a hair salon so she's very like rules and regiment and she's very strict and stuff like that so like if, if i'm slacking sometimes as well she'd be like you know like when when we had that talk about the thing she was like the next day because like some days i get up and i'm like i'll have i go for a run every morning then i'll have my breakfast and stuff and it could be like you know some days writers writers tend to do like 12 like midday start uh whereas she'd be like you know it's two the days like i'm i'm halfway through work at that stage you know 
So she's like, you need to just start at nine or ten, like treat it like a job. So the next day when I broke, broke, I started at ten because like we had that chat and it was like, you know, knuckle down. Like nobody else is going to do it for you. So, but uh, yeah, with testing songs, it's like she'll tell me if it's uh, and she's a, she's a music listener, so like she likes music and and I like her taste in music, so I trust the kind of gut on it, you know. So what are the plans for the future? What's next? Well, I've got a single coming out on the eleventh of June. It's called Guess That's Love. Um, and that's just kind of like a song that I tested out on. I'd written like most of it and I tested it out on TikTok. It did moderately well on TikTok, but then on Reels on Instagram, which is like basically the the same premise as TikTok, um, it got like 2.3 million uh, views. So And people seem to love it. So I finished it myself. I produced the whole track myself. I did the artwork myself. I did uh, the only thing like you send it to like a mixer and master because they need to be ready for Spotify and radio and the likes, you know. So, but I, I mixed it myself. Um, the whole lot. I don't. I don't, I don't know if it'd be radio friendly because it says the f word every five minutes in it. Or, well, every thirty seconds. So it's a really like uh, honest song about like a toxic relationship, um, and that's why it kind of rung true on on TikTok and Instagram because. I started the video and I said, have you ever been in a toxic relationship uh, where somebody effed you up in the head and you kept going back for more? Like, you know, just emotionally you were getting messed up and you kept going back. And um, I said, well, this song's for you. And then I played the song and then like so many people were like, yeah, that's for me. That's for me. I've been there. So um, it's one I just listened like, you know, this is my whole last year has been listening to the people and my audience and what they want and you know, but also remaining honest and true to myself. Um, so yeah, that's coming out on the 11th of June and uh, I can't wait for it. I'm excited. Excellent. Mm. And it's Thanks. really interesting what you mentioned about TikTok that mm. for the first time, maybe in forever, that artists have this really close dialogue with their fans. Yeah, You can speak directly with your fans. You're reading the comments that they give you. You're reading their feedback. You're reading their messages directly. Do you enjoy that? Absolutely, yeah it's like you can get you can get like tied up in it like but I, lo- I love replying to them because like if they're taking the time out to reply to me and or like you know right under my thing they're the reason the song goes viral then because like the more people that comment on it is you know the algorithm favors that and everything so you know you gotta give back to them uh and just that connection with them is cool because you know you're able to They'll say, oh, I love this song, like this song I listen to. Like some people say they listen to Broke every day on, on the way to work, funny enough. And like, that's just crazy to me because, you know, it's a, it's like I listen to so many artists and I'm like, people are looking at me in that light now, you know, whereas I've I've been a music fan first and, and now like people are fans of me the way I'm fans of like my favorite artists. So uh, it's, it's kind of crazy. Part of the new generation now of musicians, which is fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of COVID Lives. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.